Blog Talk Radio. A podcast featuring Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay, two out-of-the-room-closet professional witches with over 70 years' combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each show, Elvira and Phoenix will help you create rituals, make spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away. And here we are. Yes, we are, we are. Taking it away again. I like the idea. I just feel we should... You know, like the hand gesture of like it being thrown off to us, and we we, we yeah. go. But I picture that depends. too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can picture it. They just us telling our audience, "This is what we do when we we hear yeah. that." We, That's right. So, well, happy Friday the thirteenth. Yay, Friday the 13th. Yes, I know. It's like, you know, it didn't even dawn on me, you know, as as a general rule, and it's it's kind of the day after my birthday, and you'd think after, you know, your birthday, you'd know what the next day is, but it didn't even dawn on me, and I was like reading some Facebook post, and it was like, Friday the 13th, get your brooms out, witches, you know, and I'm like, huh? So... <laughs> Obviously. So how has your week been, my dear, with all the holiday stuff going on? Yeah, well, uh, it's definitely starting to pick up, you know, having a retail business. It's one of those things um, Mm -hmm. that we deal with at this time of the year with it. You know, it's funny because our society moves in opposition to nature. And I, I I think about this all the time. I actually, I wrote a blog today about this hibernation ritual that I, I often do at this time of the year. Um, and, and it's because na- we are of nature. Human beings are of nature. Let's, you know, let's not get it twisted. And yet, at this time of the year, the, everything speeds up. And it's like, we have to rush to buy presents and we have to rush to go to gatherings and we have to rush to go to parties. And there's like a plethora of events happening and, and it is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually love the winter holidays. I love all of the magic that everyone feels. And it, it is, 
it's not even religious. It's 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 reached beyond religion. It's become secular to a large degree. I know that's still not true for everyone, but but that's how I I step into this this season. I really love it. And yet everything in our world, everything outside is like, hey, it's raining. Stay indoors and be warm. Hey, the plants are all dead. Relax. Go go and hibernate a little bit, you know, and, and yet we don't do that. So I've, I'm always perplexed by this time of the year. But in saying that, um, I have been working really hard to keep my body healthy, um, you know, Good. taking some supplements and eating well and trying to get enough rest, even though that hasn't been working out so well, because I do tend to burn the candle at both ends and this is a dangerous time of the year to do that so you know doing that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I'm kind of enjoying the ride right now Um, Sunday is the the big winter solstice ritual that happens in the North Bay here in in the North Bay of San Francisco and uh, it's been happening for over 30 years and Starhawk comes every year and and leads the majority of the ritual uh, you know, it's a reclaiming event, so it's non-hierarchical, but, you know, when Starhawk comes, everyone wants to get some time with the magnificence that is Starhawk, so we, you know, mm-hmm. kind of create the stage and let her work her magic, so that's happening on Sunday, and, and I organize that event, and it takes a lot of energy to organize mm-hmm. that event, so that's also happening. I've had a lot of my regular volunteers back out, like, literally on the same day, I heard wow. from four different volunteers that they were all overwhelmed and still wanted to come to the ritual, but didn't know if they could help with any setup. And I was like, okay, cl- clearly something's in the air. Yeah. 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 Uh, wow. So, you know, that's all fun. It's all fun. Mm-hmm. I'm riding the wave. Uh, but, yeah, it's really busy and wonderful, and I'm in this weird, like, paradox around it all. That's my wow. week, I guess. That's my, that that's my December. <laughs> I was going to say that actually takes in all of December to, you know, know. the end of the year. I know because working at the store as a reader, I see the, the, the flow. And last weekend, it was the goddess fair that, you yeah, know, that's was right. the big that's one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how was that? I know that. I was in the store, and then on Sunday I went to visit family, so I didn't get a chance to go. But um, I know Guion borrowed an umbrella because he parked from me because the car got parked somewhere and he needed to go, and it was pouring rain. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. You know, the, there's a goddess crafter that happens in Sebastopol every December, and it's been going for, I think this was the 26th year. Uh, it's a year older than Milk and Honey, and this is Milk and Honey's 25th year. So, um, or is that right? 1996. However long ago 1996 was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll just go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. So uh, it. it's a lot of fun. It's all women artisans and artists and uh, makers. And women performers throughout the day, they have, you know, it's done at the community center here in Sebastopol. So there's a big stage and there's different performances throughout the weekend. And there's um, food made by, even the the food vendor is a woman. So it's really celebrating the the skills and talents of women in our community. So it's lovely. It's always a good time. And, you know, I've mentioned this before on the show, I am an introvert. So a full 10 hours 
on Saturday and an additional 10 hours on Sunday of major extroverting left me wiped out. And I think today I'm just starting to feel myself again because I did a lot of hiding and not doing anything else and resting. <laughs> to there you are. From yeah. That much extroverting. But it was yeah. really fun. It's always fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, when I stopped by on Tuesday at the store, you were there, and it was honestly, I kind of looked at you, kind of going, "You're just sort of like wandering," and you know, <laughs> it wasn't that you aren't present. It's just that I could tell it was like, "I'm sort of here, guys, but I'm really sort of not," because it was, you know, um, you know, you were still recuperating. It was kind of interesting because. Yeah, I'm a Sag. I'm I'm much more external now. That doesn't mean that I'm 24/7. I actually found that in the the later years, I have begun to get less um, extrovert all the time. You know, um, when mm-hmm. we used to do the Mystic Fair when it was in existence, um, I enjoyed that. But building up to it was really kind of like, oh God, I'm going to have to be there with everybody. I'm going to have to have a lot of people. I'm going to be talking to a lot of people. Oh my, you know. But mm-hmm. once I got there and I got in, I was really into it, and I was fine, and it was great. And I think that that's why I don't go to malls. I will, you know, if I go to um, a mall, it's it's a big thing. And I think that a couple of times somebody has asked me to, and I've, like, done it, and I'm going, do you realize how rare this is? It's kind of like the spotted something or other that nobody sees because it's been totally extinct. <laughs> Um, and I was a mall rat, you know, I, you know, Santa Rosa, yeah, San Fernando Valley, we had malls, and I survived in them, I thrived in them, but now it's like, don't let me get with a crowd of people, so I guess it's, it's, I can blame it on age, <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, <laughs> but I'm glad sure. that it did, yeah, well, and I kind of, so I was like listening to Ariel when she was talking. That's one of your your work your your employees there. And I, you know, it's I'm I'm glad that it turned out well. I'm sad that I didn't go, but I'm also, you know, again, you don't see me at your gatherings. It's not because I don't love the gatherings. It's that it's a lot of people, and I just tend to yeah. go there. But anyway, I understand completely. <laughs> well, I know you do. That's why I was I'm kind of like, like, you understand, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, but anyhow. So, so how have you very, been this week? Well, you know, a long time ago in a land far, far away when my husband was alive, he talked a lot about the Rosicrucian seven energy cycles uh, that they divide the year up into, what is it, 50, I think it's 50, four days or 52 days, I can't remember. But the last energy cycle is the last 50-some-odd days before your birthday, and it's usually one where, you know, you're you're run out. And it, it tends to be, I mean, some people get energized because they've, you know, they've gone ahead and they've got a project they've been working on hard and they've got it almost completed, and so there's sort of a sense. But most of it is about your energy and how exhausted you are and how, you know, the different things that you've been letting go and being pushed to do and get, you know, it's like unloading time. And because mine's always before Christmas, up until 
meeting and marrying this gentleman, I never thought about it, you know? Of course, I was also <laughs> younger, as we were talking about. But over the years, you know, when he would go through his and, you know, he'd get into the, oh, I'm so tired, I'm, I can't, I just, you know, and it's like I'd look at him like, what the hell are you, what's going on with you? Well, now I can say the same thing, and I'm sitting here going, I know you're laughing. Wherever you are, you are laughing at me because <laughs> I – it's just been hard. And so this last week, you know, has been I'm less patient, less tolerant sometimes with, you know, situations um, and definitely people driving. I'm less, you know, you know, at least nobody's recording me in my car as I'm grumbling to them. Um, but as a whole, you know, I felt that I kind of, got things done, needed to be done. I'm prepping next Wednesday. I fly back to Arkansas to spend um, the holidays with my daughter and the family there. So I'm still not at that energized, like, oh, God, I'm really going. It's more like, have I done this? Have I done that? Have I cleaned it up? Have I got everything organized? You know, all of that stuff. So I think that's my week has been tying up all these little ends, and I actually was – as I said to you before, is that as my birthday was yesterday, my vacuum my vacuum cleaner of 20 years that I have serviced and brought back to life, and it's you know an, a Eureka upright you know uh, bagless. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> Died, and it, oh. it, I don't think it's going to be resurrected. And so I was looking at this going. So what you've got me doing is getting a new vacuum cleaner. How sweet. You know, I guess in a way, I look at it as it's a new high-powered suction up, get things going, you know, get things going. So I'm trying to think of, you're going to like this, the Hocus Pocus, where at the end they get all, they're getting the brooms and the one sister gets the vacuum cleaner. So I'm looking at that as she's flying out of the the, the, closet, the what would have been the the you know utility closet they had it in. So she's flying with the the cord going. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get a new vacuum cleaner that will be high powered and I can fly around the house and do what I need to do. So trying to see the positive in what was a rather frustrating moment. But anyway, other than that. You know, it's business as usual, clients, and, you know, we've had rain, and I, I finally got all my Christmas stuff up in the house, and everyone says, why are you doing that if you're leaving? Well, I have a, a roommate who he, you know, has his, you know, daughter and, and people come over, but I also just feel that when I leave in the holiday and I come home, I it's just, it makes me smile, so that's why I do it, but anyway. Nice. And I think all of the the different things, and I I got everything up. And unfortunately, with all the power outages, every time we had a power outage, one of my twinkle light strands died. No. So I was down. <laughs> yeah, I, it was it was because I have a lot of twinkle lights. You know, you've seen it, and I keep it all year round. And they were brand new for holiday last year, so they were all brand new, and I'm sitting here looking at this going, it's sad. You know, I've got one strand on the railing and one strand out on the front area, and I'm like, so I went out today and I bought my various ones, and I'm going to put them up when the rain stops, I think, by, you know, probably Sunday. And I'll have them back, but it's, 
I don't know. It's just the power outages and the fires, I think, have taken everybody energetically and um, depressed them, you know, taken the energy and the flow. I think we're all trying really hard to get back on on some kind of a, a footing. And I've talked to a lot of people about um, that this season sort of has been a harder one in that way, not for any other thing, but just the attitude of trying in this area to get, get moving. So, mm-hmm. but that being said, we have an interesting subject that we have picked yeah. for, this, for this particular show. And I figure I will let you introduce it and then we will just start buzzing along. Yeah. Yes. Well, we are going to do a whole episode dedicated to reading for the year ahead. Ooh. Which means we're going to pull some cards. And Elvira, I'm going to just let hand it over to you to kind of explain the cycle we're using. And maybe we just explain it as we go. Um, but it's yeah. a really cool system that uses tarot and astrology to do a, a year ahead reading. And we're going to see what happens. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and we will try to stay, we will try to stay on topic of, of reasonability. I think, you know, we, we both know we're liberals and we both know that we, we have certain feelings about things going on. And I set it up saying, well, what are we going to do with it? You know, world or the, or the you know our country and I think we've come down to the country our country right. and maybe the populace the people the situations around that um, that are facing us now the 12 houses of the zodiac <clears throat> in astrology are dedicated to certain topics certain areas of our lives and since we do this um, it's funny because there was my teacher, my tarot teacher, wrote a book called The Wheel of Destiny, and she taught me this was the spread I learned on. No Celtic cross spread. This was the spread. And it got a little bit more intricate. But she started with the first house, and, of course, the first house is, is in technicality, the querent, the person who, were, who we would be doing the reading for. And that's about our personal life, the mask that we show, and, you know, in general, the mental health, the mental state of mind, who we are and what we are. Um, I figure I'll just do the first six and discuss it, and then we can pull cards for it. I think that might be better because it will make it easier. The second house, and then if you want to jump in, just go ahead and say anything, is the money house that, you know, the financial area, the, the needs. Um, and of that nature, the third house is communication and um, self-expression and the, the conscious mind, you know, where we are right now and brothers and sisters and, you know, kind of short journeys, things like that. <clears throat> and the fourth house, of course, is home. And that's, you know, our home, the home environment, the family, um, you know, what would be, you know, the end of some situation how of end of life, you know, the the estate, real estate, things like that. And it's father. And we go to the house is children and romance. Yay. So yay and you know, sexuality and creativity and, you know, um, 
sports, you know, the the play, that kind of like, we can do that. And then we get to the sixth house, and that's basically true health, and it's our physical health, mind, body, spirit, but mostly the body, and employers, and hygiene, and work, and then we go to, like, the second level, aunts and uncles, you know, that kind of a thing. So why don't we kind of pull cards and see which, you know, and discuss them as we go. Yeah. Do you mind if I add something in real quick? Oh, go right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So the only thing I will add, because we're we're mixing in astrology with the houses with tarot. So if you are if you know a little bit about astrology, but you don't really get the whole house concept, there's a if the zodiac flows in a specific cycle, starting at Aries and ending at Pisces. So Aries also rules the first house. Taurus rules the second house, and so on all the way around to the end. So if you know anything about Aries and the energy of Aries, that's also the basic energy of the first house. So it's another way to kind of um, dig a little bit deeper and understand the basic mechanics of houses and how they function. So with that information, I say we just do it, but I'm going to shuffle my cards right quick here. Well, that would be a good thing. We're going to look at the United States in the coming year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another way I do year readings, just by the way, if you are considering doing a year reading for yourself, absolutely you could use this method. What Sometimes what I also do if I do readings for someone's, like, birthday, I'll do a card for every month. So, like, mm-hmm. in January, you might need to deal with this. In February, here's some things to be aware of, blah, blah, blah. So that's another way mm-hmm. of, of doing it, too. But I like this house system. It's fun. Yeah, it it kind of, because in many ways, Tarot does have astrology in it. So it does does. have that. So, you you know, it is something to need to get a grounding in to to really be working, you know, Tarot in a, even if you were going to do it as a, a, for your, you know, personal effect, but mostly people who are going to do it professionally, they, you know, you do need to put that effort in to get a little more knowledge. So, yeah. Okay, so ah. so the first house, the house of selfhood and all that fun stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. What do you got? Okay. I have the two of pentacles and the ace of pentacles. Oh, you're pull- I was just going to pull one card. Well, I was trained to pull two. Do you want me to just go with okay. one? I'm fine with that. Oh, no, I think you pull two, I'll pull one, and then we'll see what happens. I like it. We are the the three, so. Yeah. So what did you get? I pulled the moon. Ooh, okay. Yeah, secrets uncovered. I hope this means Donald Trump's tax returns will be released. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Well, when you look at the Ace of Pentacles, that would be the financial, you know, the year financial uh, you know, a year cycle or something to mm-hmm. do with that, the money. And the two of pentacles is, again, yep. the juggling of money. So yep. um, so if you're looking yeah. at that, it would be uncovering uh, yep. the secrets uh, of money. And if you're looking at the overall, I think that was a pretty, you know, accurate statement of what mm-hmm. you would think be the, be the case. You mm-hmm. know? I think it could also... So, portend some uh, now we're looking at 2020 we're looking at the entire year so this is a long 
uh, form reading, right? We're not just saying January 1st. We're saying right. 12 months worth of time. I think the other thing these cards could suggest is some uh, uncertainty around the stock market, some uh, ups and downs, some uh, maybe potentially scary things happening around big finance for our country, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're focusing on the United States. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. And I, and it makes sense based on at least politically where we are right now. And just in the last couple of days, there's been a new trade agreement with China. Like, I think there is some, some big things that will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we face an election next year, too, and uh, a presidential election. And the financial systems are always impacted by what happens in a presidential election. So I think mm-hmm. it will be interesting. It's interesting because um, though I'm not using, I'm using the Hanson Roberts deck, which I used to use consistently, but I couldn't get to my other one, is that in my deck, the one that I use, the Witch's Tarot, it's Hakate standing at the crossroads. Mm. So the keeper of the crossroads being um, the energy of this, you know, which way are you going to go? And, of course, the two of pentacles is that up and down process. Same, so, yeah. Yeah, same kind of, of interesting dynamics. But um, this is fascinating. This has kind of got mm-hmm. some stuff going on. So, yeah. okay, do we want to say anything more about that, or do we feel we've kind of gotten no, the feel that feels of good. that? Yeah. yeah, although I will mention, I am since you mentioned the deck you're pulling from today, I, I always use the Druid Craft Tarot deck, so that's the deck I'm using, ah, just okay. in case y'all folks are wondering. Yes, <laughs> and we've gotten this from, you know, we both have guested on uh, the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, and they always post what decks the, the guests yeah. are using. It's yeah. always kind of like a Sounds like that. Okay, so for our second house, which actually yeah. is the money and, you know, finances, let's see what we mm-hmm. come up with. Wow. Boy, this has definitely got an interesting. So what did you get? I have the Eight of Swords. Mm, okay. Well, um, Mine is the Seven of Wands and the Eight of Pentacles. Some more money. Mm. So um, what do you feel it's saying to you? You said the Eight of Pentacles and the Seven of Swords? Or Seven of Swords or Wands? Seven of Wands. No, the Seven of Wands. Seven of Wands. Okay, that's better. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. So money and possessions, priorities, uh, Eight of Swords. I think this is interesting. So the thing I'll say about the Eight of Swords, it's my favorite card in the deck because it's, at least in my deck, it's there's a secret, right? It's all about being stuck and trapped and feeling like you have no options. But the secret is it's a self-constructed trap. You can, If you look at closely at the artwork in my deck, the girl who's tied up is holding the ties. She could at any moment release herself from bondage. At any mm-hmm. moment she could mm-hmm. be free. And so there's a lot here in this about um, seeing truth, letting mm-hmm. go. A little bit, uh, you know, Seven of Wands is, is a little bit of having to fight the battle on your own. Maybe there's something coming through a little bit about more selfhood and less community, which I find problematic, but it's also a very 
United States way of approaching things that we have to do it on our own and pull up our own bootstraps, um, which isn't really healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think there's this interesting thing and about being in the trap of selfhood and a little bit of that, maybe even being, um, what's the word I want to use here, reinforced this year, instead of community being called together, there may be a little bit more of community feeling like they uh, have to be pulled apart a little bit more division, sadly, in, Mm -hmm. um, in people, but that work is possible, right? Eight of Pentacles, we can do the work. Mm -hmm. We can, Mm -hmm. we can change, we can reconnect through the things that we have commonality in. Which, mm-hmm. again, makes me go back to this thing of further division. Like those that are of, the, of us that are finding common ground will continue to find common ground. And seeing the divide between us and them getting a little bit wider. I don't like this one. This is making me sad. What well, would you say? Well, also there's, there's what we have here is that you've got the Eight of Swords, the Eight of pentacles and if you go back to the two of pentacles they're all the infinity sign that Mm -hmm. that you know yes the eight goes up and down and then of course the way the two is is it's the sidewards but if you think of that that's the double dorje symbol so even though they're separate in houses they are also they're together because you're looking at the building of this wheel is that yes? The first house is about you know the the uh, the personal the, the 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 aspect of you know what we were talking about, but it also comes to the second, which is money, and it's not you know we're talking about the United States, we're talking about people in general. So what I'm seeing is is yes, there is a fight, and there is mm-hmm. a, a threat from below that tries to divide the community or the consciousness mm-hmm. of community, and, of course, being, um, the, as you say, the, the, the sense of self-imposed constriction is um, learning that though we are all part of our own world, we are also part of a bigger world. So I think it's yeah. so the gathering of the, I want to say the gathering of the, the energies of people realizing that we are all one. And it, there yeah. is that, yeah, we can sit in our own little places, but we are all one. Just like what has happened here when we had the fires, you know, mm-hmm. or when they've had the tornadoes or the hurricanes. But especially how we've seen this now in more than one time here is that everything is, if that kind of a thing takes over, everyone is equal. We we all become one. We are all trying to stay alive and find our loved ones and find our, you know, take care of the things. And I think that's what you were talking about, that it's self-imposed. That's what we will learn to move from being constricted into yeah. more of that. So that's mm. my feeling on how to you nice. know, move. Yes, it is sad, but I feel that's really what we've plunged into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So then we go to our third house. Right. Which? Which would be ruled by Gemini. And this is yes. mind and communication and thought process. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, 
I got the King of Cups <laughs> mm-hmm. and the Page of Swords. So to mm-hmm. me, both are court cards, but the King of Cups, um, I don't necessarily feel it's totally Trump. Um, it could be, but <laughs> you know, the King sitting there and his the humor of how he, you know, his communication is yeah. incredibly dysfunctional, yeah. which if you look at the Page of Swords, you know, being prepared to cut through the process of the bullshit is, I think, what I feel is how my cards are setting it up. What did you pull? Mm. I pulled the death card. Mm. <laughs> so, again, I see no. this as a pretty major upheaval, a pretty major shift. Uh, some, and, and, you know, maybe this is a change of president in 2020. Maybe he, Trump isn't reelected. Uh, it is the closing of one door. Um, and with the king in the page there, too, it, that also could suggest a changing of the guard. And, you know, Trump, uh, Trump's election really did, whether taking the politics out of it for a second, I'm not going to be shy about how liberal I am. That's just how it is. But that's not mm-hmm. where I'm speaking from in this particular moment. Trump's mm-hmm. election was a representation of of the American people saying, we don't want politicians telling us what to do anymore. We want a, a quote-unquote real person. Now, in my opinion, Trump is no more real than a politician. He's a fucking millionaire, so he doesn't play by the same rules that I have to, sadly. But he was a change, a major change on how we vote people in. Uh, and so maybe the, maybe the death card and these two court cards are a symbol of another major shift. Maybe this is Bernie Sanders fucking winning it. Maybe this is Elizabeth Warren winning it. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily connected to the presidency, not necessarily because it's, you know, more about the specifics of communication, but it's also about social activities and neighborhoods and, and things like that. So I, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel excited about a major social change in the way we communicate. That feels good to me. But uh, mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. see. Well, you know, and with death is rebirth. You know, we mm-hmm. have that sense of you know moving from decay to growth. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know that uh-huh. dynamic. So there we go. Um, so now we go into the fourth house, and that, my dear, is home and family and father and. Of course, right. we were just talking endings, death of life, estates, and things. Mm-hmm. So let's see Ruled how by that cancer. Ruled by cancer, yes. Mm. Okay, so what did you get, my dear? I pulled the wheel, which in, in a, a more traditional deck would be called the wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, um, interesting is I've got the Knight of Swords and the Lover's mm. Card. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, there's there's something interesting going on here um, in terms of that. So, mm. uh, yeah, so let's see what One that... One way I might look at this is, it, we, you know, looking at the flow of these cards and sort of a lot of the first sets have been about kind of a breakdown and a dissolution and a, a pulling apart. And this feels like a coming back together. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, the wheel is about cycles and 
um, and a shifting of the tide and a being in liminal space. And we've kind of been in liminal space for a little while. I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but it feels like almost since 2012, things haven't been right. Um, and, you know, I can point to, at least in my life, pretty clearly to 2015 for sure. I can say since 2015 to 2019, my life has not gone in any way, shape, or form as I would have expected it to. And there have been major traumatic, difficult things that I've had to process. So this feels like a shifting of that energy, a coming back to foundations, a coming back to the love of family and the protection and guidance of family. So this does feel like small culture, you know, like knowing where your food comes from, knowing your farmers, going to the farmer's market, um, shopping local, you know, those things to support community is what this feels like. Right. Well, and, you know, the lovers, of course, is the Gemini card. It is communication. It is a Mm -hmm. healing card, not just lovers, but, again, bringing back together. And, you know, the Nine of Swords is going swiftly. It's considered a card of swiftness, something coming in quickly. So, to me, the change may happen very quickly from what we've experienced because things will kind of, as we've discussed, have to deteriorate and then go into this other part because it will be the debris will have you know been uh, removed and things will start to reconnect again. Yeah. So, yes, sounds good. And then we go to the fifth house, which is children and romance and sexuality and creativity and things like that. So let's see yes, how it's that ruled runs. by Leo. It is Leo. Yes. Yes. I'm going to let you keep on with the zodiac signs mostly because you're doing such a good job and I'm doing with the the talky talky (laughs) of the others. So I think we're okay here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I got, oh, these are nice cards. I've got. Oh, good. I didn't get a nice one. (laughs) Oh, no. So much for our unity, huh? Sorry. I've got the nine of cups. And the six yeah. of wands, which are really good cards. But oh, what did yeah. you get? I got the ten of swords. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, since both of us, you know, you look at the fact that speculation is part of this. So gambling, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. kind of experience. Um the Ten of Swords is an ending to a speculation or gamble. And, you yeah. know, maybe the stock market does take a little more of a dip at that point because there may have been some great change that obviously moves everybody into clearing out stuff, but it isn't the people that are happy about what gets moved out. So um, I think also if you're looking at, the Nine of Cups and the Six of Wands would probably, you know, those are cards of victory and abundance and fruition. So, Mm -hmm. again, looking at um, the Nine of Swords, you know, in my, again, in the Witch's Tarot deck, it's, you know, a man stuck with ten swords, but then I have a little owl in a tree and then the sunrise coming. So, um, in, in what I usually talk about it as, is I say that it's, you know, an ending to something, but a dawning or, or a new day coming. 
So, yeah, um, yeah I agree know, with that. You know, I think that also it's like there's a there's a flow here of things happening where there is a change, but you know, we've got such a big country and it's got such diversity that yes. you're not going to make everybody happy. So, no. you know, no matter how much we try to be a community, we are all going to have areas that we don't like. The right. difference is, is how much we can graciously move into a moderation of what we don't like. So, you know, I mean, and kind of work with it. So I think this may be more of a card of that, of a house of that being, um, you know, creative about it because there's a, there's a, because it's the house of creativity. And it may mean that there's some creative things that go on that are, you know, some ways of, how do we want to put it? Um, Creative financial situations or creativity that's not really positive gets gets um, what's the word ends ends is, is yeah. finalized ends you know like you know I creatively cooked the book for da 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 da, da that kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know that kind of thing but endings and beginnings again so yep lots uh, of endings and beginnings that's consistent yeah. Yeah, which, you know, most of us know endings are tough. Even, you know, I don't care how many of us decide that we love graduating out of high school, but endings are problematical. They (laughs) are, You know, then you have to decide what you're going to do then. You know, now that this is ended, what are you going to do? You can't just sit on the couch. We can think we could sit on the couch forever, but we can't. Okay, sixth house is health and Mm -hmm. work employers and um, hygiene, organization, in you know, organizations and, um, you know, small pets, aunts, uncles. I don't know why you put small pets with aunts and uncles. Do you think aunts and uncles could be considered small pets? Probably not. No. I don't think well, this so. This one's ruled by Virgo. Right. So there is that. And let's see. So mm-hmm. what did you get? I pulled Kerninos, which in a traditional deck would be the devil. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you got the devil. What do you feel about that? Or Well, the, you know, the devil for me is about breaking taboos. And um, it, it can be a positive card or a negative card. I don't hold that the devil is always a negative card, but more about breaking our the, our bonds, breaking the, the, the wicked vows that we may have made without realizing it. There is a, a liberation attached to the devil card, especially in my deck with the Kerninos card. It's about reconnecting to our wild nature, to our natural selves. Um, mm-hmm. So what's interesting with health, right, and um, organization and some of these more analytical things that are connected to Virgo it's almost about a, a turning away from that, a return to nature, a return to connection to the land or the environment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What did you well, pull? I wonder how it fits. I, I know. Mine is the high priestess and the king of pentacles. So, oh, you know, the high, well, that yeah, works. I know. Yeah, it does. You know, the high priestess, of course, is the wisdom it is you know the knowledge and wisdom the feminine it is the feminine energy and so if you're looking 
and in you know the the rider deck, of course, you have um, you have the woman. I think it's the man looking at the woman, and the woman looking out. If I'm not mistaken, I have to remember. Does that ring a ring a bell with you? Because I don't have the rider deck anymore, but I learned on it. But it's the masculine and the feminine, and then you know the devil being you know that which has been uh, distorted. So I think here with um, the devil, it's, as you say, a breakdown, a breaking of the old ways of how the energy both is the king of pentacles being, again, a masculine energy and the high Mm -hmm. priestess being a feminine energy that I feel that the feminine energy here, I don't want to say takes over, but is able to bring to light and help move the the rigidity out of the way and yeah. clear clear things. So Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, well, there we go. Well All technically right. we're supposed to take a break now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's take a quick break, and then we'll have to speed up our reading because we're going yes, we over time. <laughs> we're, we're going over time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll take a quick break, and then we'll we'll read fast. Yes, we will. Here we go. Recognizing that it's hard and you're heartbroken, but you got to make a change because it's not working. Mhm, mhm. So we look at this for our country, you know, as for the United States, it's it's uh, it feels like major change is on the horizon. That's basically what all of these cards keep pointing back to. Right, right. So, okay, 
So I know we're going to speed it up even more. So our eighth house is yes. a Scorpio house. That one, yes. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. It's death and rebirth and your partner's finances, taxes, inheritance, investments, yep. you know, that kind of a thing. So yep. let's see where we go. Whoa. Okay, so what is your... I have the Four of Wands. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, mine is, and you're going to love this, the Three of Wands and the Two of Wands. Huh. All fire. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Two, three, and four. Yep. Mm. So let's just look at the fact that what you've got is sequential. Okay. Yeah. With, you know, something being taken, you know, the two of wands is, is taking control, you know, having mm-hmm. the, the in, in my deck, the world is in the guy's hand and he's, you know, together with that. But the three of wands is stationary. It's things haven't matured mm-hmm. yet. They, it's that they haven't come in. There's a sort of a, a lull in things. But then your card, yeah. your card, what, is, what do you feel about your card? Yeah, I mean, the way I always hold the four of wands is the, it's, it's, uh, some sort of structure has been made and there's celebration around it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, this feels like progression and movement and a little bit of, of self-control in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. some, some joyousness like this. What's interesting is, you know, the house of death, the, <laughs> the house I know, of really. sex and death is like the most lighthearted so far. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, again, I feel like this is all pointing to some big change. Well, yeah, and you know, if I if I'm not mistaken, we vote in November. So November right. is, even though it may be sooner, like I think they vote November fourth or something usually. But the point is, is that you vote, and then the you know, and then they go to the electoral college, and that may be where there's an upset. And something yeah. happens. That's why the three of wands suddenly sort of like a lull, and then the celebration. So that's yeah. you know the November voting. So we'll go to the ninth house, which is philosophy and religion and courts of law. But you know it's publishing in foreign languages and spiritual development and psychology, the higher mind, that kind of a thing. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see where we go with that. And this one is ruled by Sagittarius. Yay! <laughs> Can't tell I'm <laughs> a little partial, can you? Okay. Okay. So you got? I have the High Priestess. Wow. She's shown up twice. And this is the, you know, the, the house of wisdom and philosophy and religion, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, very interesting. It seems like an awakening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we look back on um, where we had uh, the high priestess came in on uh, the sixth house, which was Virgo, of course, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, health, is that I think what we've got is the health of the United States comes back. 
you know, right. returns again. You've got the Ace of Wands. I have the Ace of Wands and the Seven of Cups. So, you know, the Seven of Cups is choices, you know, are the myriad choices. And yet out of all of the myriad of choices, the Ace of Wands, that which is chosen has the feminine energy again underneath it, creating it, but is bringing the um, the wand, the inspiration, the fire back. So yeah, I would, uh, you know, look at that as, you know, some kind of a positive, for sure, way of, of bringing balance back, bringing back mm-hmm. some kind of, um, as you say, wisdom and, and uh, that energy. Yeah. Yeah. You have anything more you want to add to that? No, I think that's good. Good. Okay, so we got a 10. The house of <laughs> careers. This is the mother. Remember, we have the father below in the, in the third house, and then we have the mother in the fourth, in the uh, tenth house. And, you know, this is profession and reputation. Ah, politics. Politics mm-hmm. is gold. So let's see what you get for, for you know, the 10th house on yours. Yeah. Yeah, this one is is ruled by Capricorn. I've pulled the hanged man. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I got the two of cups and the three of cups. So hmm. the two of cups is a is a, you know, in the card deck here, I have the Leo hanging above there and the little angel thing. But, um you know, to me, that's uh, a union, and the Three of Cups is, you know, the the the, the, the it's the the Trinity, but it's also again another kind of celebration card or a gathering. Yeah. Um, Hangman turns things upside down. You know, it, mm-hmm. we've talked about. I mean, it's Neptunian and its energy, but it's. From what I remember, my my teaching is is that even though it's tied and bound and structured, it actually is what um, Odin did to gain the knowledge. And what did he gain? Right. Feminine knowledge. Right. Yeah, so, I always look at the hanged man as like, yes, you you need to challenge, you need to go through the the challenge, you need to go through the rite of passage. Uh, you have to do this thing, and it's going to be hard. Uh, but at some point, you're also going to have received the knowledge, and then you have to use that wisdom to figure out how the hell you're going to get down, which feels mm-hmm. like where the two and the three of cups come into play. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, the the gaining of wisdom has been hard, and now you need to turn to your lovers and your allies and your friendships and those people who care about you to help you recover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know if we want to try to predict an outcome of a political election. I don't know if that's really um, part of what we've been trying to do here. But the sense is is that I think it's going to change, and it's going to change in a way that will disturb a lot of what has been the status quo, which doesn't mean it's right, but the status quo, and shift it to such a way that – we have to come together and it's no longer the division that we need to actually be a United States as opposed right. to a bunch of different, you know, groups. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So 11th house, quick friends. 11th house. Hopes and wishes, 
um, this is interesting. It's the groups, the organizations, the you know, the the others, you know, mm-hmm. the others. Yeah, this okay. is often a humanitarian house, and it's um, connected to um, 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 Aquarius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you are. There you are. The I, age of Aquarius. Yes, and I pulled the Ace of Cups. Really? This is going to be fun because I have the Five of Pentacles and the Six of Pentacles. Hmm. Five of Pentacles is no fun. Well, the Five of Pentacles is the poverty, but the Six of Pentacles is generosity. Right. It's the giving out of the money. And you have the Ace of Cups, which is a new, mm-hmm. you know, a new emotional state of reference, at least mm-hmm. as far as I see. So Yeah. Yeah, and connected to groups and social structures and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, yeah, that could be, again, this feels like, you know, big change and relying on our our community structures on the small scale rather than this larger scale of, of, you know, the United States, maybe looking more at our towns and local governments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Larry, that's good. All right. So, and again... The last house, of course, is the 12th house. And everything is like secrets, hidden matters, the subconscious, you know, mm-hmm. uh, past, the occult knowledge, you know, confinement, isolation. It's also known, you know, in, in you know, institutions and mental situations. So what do you have? I have the Six of Swords. Okay, so the six yeah. of swords is I have to I have to remember what the six of swords <laughs> looks like. It's the just, it's the boat and the traveling and the oh, you know it's often a sign I, of a journey. A journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the and this eight one's of ruled swords. by Pisces. And yes, that's right. So very intuitive, very psychic. Um, it's got a lot of that deep watery energy, but I've got the Ace mm-hmm. of Swords and the Tower. So mm. I think that the fall, what we don't expect, honestly, is that, I mean, right now most of us hope for something, but what we are really going to find is that the Tower falls and secrets are revealed in depth and that we we are rowing away. We are leaving that with a new mindset, Ace of Swords. Yeah. So, at least that's my interpretation. Yeah. 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 What else do you want to say on that? that's how you do it. Yep. Oh, no, I think that's how you do it. I think it seems intense, and, um, you know, if I wanted to – Look at the political climate. I could look at this one way, I or or two different ways, really. I think that this could be a portend of of Donald Trump being reelected and the fallout of people and uh, you know from of that happening. Uh, I think you know the real thing that's scary about the potential of that is um, you know there's all these whisperings about this person attempting to be president longer than two terms, and that sets up. A huge problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into yeah. It in more detail than that, but it sets up a huge problem. So, I, you know, I, I think we could look at it that way, or it could be the exact opposite—that this is a portend of 
this all falling apart and him being seen for the truth and us getting his tax returns and, you know, all of these claims that have been set against him actually being proven true and then a major upheaval happening that way. But it definitely seems like it's a lot of truth will be revealed and big changes coming. That's, you know, the, on the basic level. Right, yeah. right. But, and that is, you know, in, in the essence of reading, in any readings, in any astrology, anything, you know, these are not written in stone. Uh, right. They have multiple levels, and we need to realize that we as the human element with free will is the one that can over, I don't want to say override, but move the, the, the needle farther to the, mm-hmm. you know, move the, move the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So we shall okay. see how this plays out. We'll we'll check back in in the year. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> we will all check back in in the year. But yeah. as this is our last live broadcast for 2019, um, the yeah. rest will be uh, pre-records and set up. We will next yeah. be live. Um, what on the sixth, seventh, eighth? I believe it is on uh, the first. Yeah. Week so in we do January. have new content. So don't think that. Pre-records mean reruns. There are new episodes right. that will be airing over the next few weeks, and and then wow. in January we'll have our Ask a Witch segment. So make sure you go to our website, which is witchpriestess.com. Nope, witchpriestesscauldron.com. And okay. To be on the show. All right. Sounds good. Well, we made it with at least a little overage of one minute, I think, or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone, have a happy holiday, whichever, you know, you celebrate, whichever dynamic, and hopefully, you know, we will all have a wonderful uh, beginning of a new year. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and will be available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website, and that's at www.witchpriestesscauldron.com. Again, that's witchpriestesscauldron.com. On behalf of Elvira, Phoenix, Alan, and myself, Gwion Raven, a big merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be.